Good morning, early birds. You've hooked the worm, a podcast from Yellowstone Public Radio News, collaborating with our friends at Montana Public Radio. It is Thursday, the first day of February. I'm your host, Orlinda Worthington. Ahead on the worm today, federal investigators on the way to MSU to check out allegations of discrimination at the university. Airports in the state set a record, but it's not a good one. And a nationally known author kicks off Black History Month with an appearance in Bozeman. Federal officials will be in Bozeman next week as part of an investigation into alleged discrimination at Montana State University. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kay Erickson reports. MSU President Wadid Crusado notified faculty, staff, and students that the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights, or OCR, would be on campus the week of February 5th through 8th. OCR is charged with ensuring equal access to education through Title IX that prohibits sex discrimination in school activities and programs and through Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The university is accused of failing to respond appropriately to reports of harassment based on sex, race, color, religion, and national origin, as well as threats against the Queer Straight Alliance. The Title VI and Title IX complaints were filed with OCR in October and December of 2023 and January of this year. The federal investigators have asked to meet with students, faculty, and staff as part of their review of MSU's compliance with Titles IX and VI. In the communication from Crusado to the campus community, she says the university welcomes the OCR officers to the university and looks forward to their input and recommendations. I'm Kay Erickson, Billings. Transportation Security Administration officers were in Bozeman Tuesday to announce that Montana has set another record for airports statewide, but it's not one we want to be proud of. The TSA says the number of firearms discovered in carry-on luggage during routine screenings at Bozeman Yellowstone International went up by 60% in 2023, with 16 guns discovered. Billings was right behind at 15, followed by Missoula with 11. Firearms must always be checked baggage. Lori Dankers is a TSA spokesperson for the state of Montana. So when you bring a firearm to the security checkpoint, you can count on two things. You can count on having law enforcement interaction, and you can count on being fined most likely several thousand dollars. The TSA can levy a civil penalty for violators. Dankers says most often it's handled by local law enforcement. Some agencies will actually arrest the passenger. Other law enforcement agencies may interview the traveler, make a determination as to what would happen. The passenger can also lose pre-check privileges and be put on an enhanced security screening list for future travel. If the image of a firearm is detected, which includes replicas and toy guns, TSA shuts down all screening until the situation is resolved, which slows down the process for all passengers. A lot of travelers do tell the officers that they simply forgot it was in your bag. But I would remind every single one of those individuals that the number one rule of firearm safety is know where it is at all times. The TSA reports that of all firearms detected at security checkpoints nationwide, 93% were loaded. 
Firearms are not the only self-protection items prohibited in the passenger area of commercial planes. We will learn the protocol for knives, bear spray, and other items security officers confiscate most often at Montana airports tomorrow. Economic researchers at the University of Montana continued their statewide tour this week with a presentation in southwestern Montana. Here's Yellowstone Public Radio's Kayla DeRoche. Patrick Barkey with the Bureau of Business and Economic Research gave Gallatin County residents an overarching view of the local economy Wednesday morning in Bozeman. He highlighted prominent industries like education in the form of Montana State University, which draws students from other counties, states, and countries. So about 24% of what drives the economy, not 24% of the economy, but 24% of what drives the economy is MSU. Data show other big industries in Gallatin County include construction and visitor-facing services like hotels and retail. The next communities on BBER's schedule are Butte, Kalispell, Lewistown, and Haver. In Billings, I'm Kayla Roche. Miles City is getting a new community living center to replace the existing long-term care veterans facility. The Veterans Administration expects the new facility to offer a range of long-term care and rehabilitative services for up to 17 beds. VA currently estimates the new facility will open its doors in the fall of 2025 and be located on Wilson Street in Miles City. The work of author and filmmaker St. Clair Dietrich Jewels touches on topics like black liberation and women's justice. She speaks at Montana State University next week as part of its Black History Month celebration. Yellowstone Public Radio's Sarah Brown reports. Dietrich Jewels' work includes two films and the celebrated children's book, My Hair is Like the Sun. The book pairs photos of black kids' natural hair with illustrations of the sun, stars, and clouds, natural elements that evoke the diversity of black hair we're forced to think about it, right? We're forced to think about when I go to a job interview, when I do a presentation, when I'm meeting colleagues, whatever it is, we have to think about our hair because we know that other people are often going to judge us by our hairstyle. Dietrich Jules's talk, hosted by the Diversity and Inclusion Student Commons and the Associated Students of MSU, centers on her first book, My Beautiful Black Hair. The book of photographs and interviews with black women with natural hair champions black beauty and self-love. Although Dietrich Jules's work centers on blackness, courage is the subtext, and that's a message that resonates with everybody, regardless of race. We've all felt, you know, moments of fear and having to, you know, make a choice between being our most authentic selves or doing what we think will make others happy. The event takes place at 6 p.m. Wednesday, February 7th in MSU's Strand Union Building and is open to the public. In Billings, I'm Sarah Brown. That is the Worm for Thursday. Be sure to tune in this afternoon during All Things Considered from 4 to 7 p.m. for the latest Montana news. We will have another episode of The Worm for you early birds on Friday. The Worm is a production of Yellowstone Public Radio. Theme music composed and recorded by Zach Jones at Rapscallion Recording. Metal art call captured by Jay McGowan for the Macaulay Library. More information about The Worm is available at ypradio.org.